If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, August 11th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for embracing the pivot. Are you going to expand? <laughs> um, we just had to make some adjustments related to... Actually, I don't even need to ask you to explain because I feel like as a small business owner, your entire life is a pivot. Yeah, and I I think that I have, I in particular have gotten much better, especially in what we dealt with this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just, we're having to make some changes to our studio, the studio that we have outside of our house. And it threw, it threw Callie off. Oh, it threw me way off. And usually you're the one that would be really thrown, but, but you were like, yep, I, nope, this is great. Here's why. I embraced it and it's it's taken longer than we wanted it to. And it, it's, it's, it looks, it looks a hundred and, it looks 360 degrees different than our original plan, what, six months ago? Mm-hmm. But it, it's, I just rolled with it. And I you said, did. if this is, this is the way it's going to come together, this is the way it was meant to be. And Callie was just thrown. And I, I just, I'm really grateful for my ability to some, I think I'm definitely getting better at embracing the pivots. Mm-hmm, you are. And I am happy about that. So I'm grateful for that. My name is Callie Dollar and I am happy. And I have been, I'm grateful for, um, the excitement around Ellie's school year. We found out yesterday that Ellie is going to be moving up with her class because she's potty trained and she's been doing so well. Oh my gosh. You guys always talk about potty training. <laughs> Why? Stop forcing your kid. She's not ready. Stop forcing your kid to use indoor plumbing. <laughs> it's cruel, you people. Um, no, just, but she is- Just for the record, we've, by the way, we we- listens to what you said. And now when she has to go potty, she just scurries into the backyard and goes up on the hill where the dogs go. (laughs) We figured that was a good balance. Yeah. Right. Right. In the middle. I did read a a headline yesterday that a vegan mom whose kid has head lice, like she wouldn't use the head lice shampoo to clean her kid's hair Yeah, because of the chemicals. And she's like, basically like everyone, like mind your own business. Like my kid doesn't need chemicals. Like the lice will leave at some point. They'll leave at some point, but isn't it dangerous? Uh, not dangerous, but don't they bite? Like, don't they itch? Well, it's itch? contagious. They definitely itch. I don't know. I didn't read the story. It was it was seriously just the headline. So Because if you don't use chemical, because I respect that. If you don't want to do the chemical route, that's mm-hmm. fine. But then don't you have to use, don't you have to go through every single strand of hair? Mm-hmm. With that comb, mm-hmm. I um, am itching, so I feel like we're talking going about back because we're talking about it. Ugh. Any, anyways, so we got a letter from Ellie's school saying that she's moving up with her friends, and we told her, and she was so excited, and she was talking about all of her friends that she's going to see and go on the big playground. And the thing that I really love is that her, this self confidence that she has, she's so proud of herself. And that has been really, really cool to watch. She understands that the reason she's moving up is because she's potty trained. Because over the summer, as kids became potty trained, they moved them up to the next class. Mm-hmm. Right? So she would, she would see them in a different classroom. She would see them on the big kids' playground. It sounds, it, I mean, the way she would describe it, it almost sounded like, being at, at, at uh, a prison 
camp mm-hmm. and you can look through the chain link fence and see your family members off in the distance. Yeah. You know, uh, but you're in, in prison, so you can't. <laughs> so she said, yeah, I saw so-and-so over on the big kids play- playground. She was in baby jail. And she was in baby jail. Um, but yeah, so that so she moved up. So. I'm so proud of her. And she's so proud of herself, which is just, I mean, yeah. So I think it perfectly fell into place. She worked really hard. I'm so proud of her. And, you know, good job for Ellie. I wonder if it weirds out a two-year-old's brain. Because... The fact that the dogs go outside, we have a hill in our backyard that we try to, 90% of the time, the dogs use the hill. That's where we try to get them to go. And she knows that when we let them outside to go potty, we say, go up on the hill. She knows that the hill is where they go. I wonder if in a two-year-old brain, there's ever any question about why the dogs can just go up on the hill and find a spot, but the people... Well, she did ask me, she's like, mom, can I go pee in the grass? And I was like, no. She did? (laughs) Yeah. And I said, no, because in the book we were reading, it said like, get your kid to go on the potty. Like, it's not that kids can never, you know, go pee in the bushes or whatever, but you want them, you don't want them to only be like an exclusively outside peer because that's just not how the world works. So um, I I said no. So there's an option. Wait, what did you say? So the book that we were reading, we were reading, Oh Crap, that's the name of the book. And it says two different things about potty training that I thought was, that I thought were interesting. One, if your kid is naked, like you're supposed to get them naked for like the first week, but then you're supposed to start gradually putting clothes on them because some kids will only, will want to go pee at school and want to get completely naked because that's how they feel comfortable, right? Um, Other kids- what they're used to. Right. If they're not going on the potty- and they're going outside, then they become comfortable with going outside. But who does that? Who trains the kid to go outside? Obviously, I don't think anyone trains that, but I think they're telling you, like, if you let your kid experiment with stuff, like, now is not the time to tell your kid, like, yeah, you can go pee in the backyard because then she'll be like, well, I can't, why can't I do it yesterday? And now I can't do it. The way you phrased it, it made me think that some people let their kids go in the yard. Oh, no. like, Like a feral cat. Right. No. And then they've got to retrain them and say, okay, you know. When you they ever s- peed in your yard when you were little? I feel like little boys do that all the time. I, it's not how I was potty trained. No, I know. I, I don't know, think I, it, I don't think I ever did it young enough to not be able to be told, hey, don't pee in the yard. Right. You're just like bored and out with your friends and you don't want to go inside. I don't even know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. You're walking through the woods or something and you're not close to your house. Yeah. But no, I don't. Did that happen in your house? You just did go I dig a know. hole I in just, the plants? No, and, you don't dig a hole. But like I've definitely peed in the woods before. Yeah, but that's not your yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, exciting news. The weaponized hamster shirts for 2023 are up in the merch store now. Um, Horde members got first Horde. access. Horde to order them. So they've been ordering all week and the feedback there, that we've gotten is so good. Are there and any sold out sizes that we know? Or any sizes? No sold closed? out sizes. No. Okay. Um, and they're shipping in September because um, we wanted to get, you know, make sure everybody got the sizes they want and stuff like that. We did, we do have tour dates on the back of it this year. I mean, not tour dates, tour cities, which I thought was cool. And they are a hit. Wait, am I understanding this correctly? I have so many questions today about things you're saying. 
So these are pre-orders, so everybody will get the size that they want. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Like, I think we're we're placing, it, it's kind of complicated. It's not complicated. It's kind of a lot to to say, but- You're, You don't have to explain it. I'm we just, just take a week's worth of sales, and then based on that, we guesstimate how many people are going to want. So I don't want anyone thinking, if you don't order today, you're never going to get a shirt. We're going to estimate and then order based on what people order this week. So Right, but yeah. Yeah. So if um, you order this week, you'll get the size you want. Yes. Because a lot of times the 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 fringe sizes, the the extra smalls and the double XLs sell out very, very quickly mm-hmm. because I don't think we the we usually we order a lot of mediums, a lot of large, right? Yeah, based on previous yeah. Yeah, sales. Um but we don't just for the record, we don't sell extra small. But we do have um, small through 4X. It's a Comfort Colors t-shirt. And you will be happy to know, because this has been the biggest hit so far, that one of the tour stops on our fake tour on the back is a Popka, Florida. For uh, Steve. Steve from Popka. All right. On a scale of one to 10, Callie, this week, how are you doing? I am a seven. I don't really have any complaints other than I feel like I've been kind of like in a antsy mood. And I don't know. I've been like snippy with you. Um, I can't control it. So I'm sorry. And I don't like it. Um, cause it leads to like more bickering with us. Um, but I am excited because we're leaving to go to the beach tomorrow and yeah. I cannot wait. I am a 10. You're a 10. Yeah. All because of the, the vacation, all because of the trip we've taken. Somebody sent us a message and said, uh, we referenced not going on vacation. This is our first trip this year. We have had a couple of weeks off mm-hmm. of the upside, but we've worked through those weeks yeah. on 1022 stuff. My goal this week is to is to spend maybe an hour in the morning mm-hmm. working, just doing the necessary stuff that, that needs to be done, right? Yeah. And then maybe a half hour before dinner, just checking emails and stuff for the day. Other than that, not even having my phone in my hand. Yeah. I am so ready to... Just taking a digital camera. I'm taking a camera just so I don't have to have my phone out. Because, you yeah. know, you open up your phone to take some pictures. And you're like, oh, I'm going to post one. Oh, I'm going to read my messages. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. oh, here's somebody. I'm going to like their picture. Whatever. I don't even want that temptation. I think I'm actually going to turn it out of office on my... Great. Email, which I never do with my business email. Like I, I did when I was in the corporate world, but um, yeah, I think I'm just going to say, FYI, I'm out of the office. I'll get back to you when I can. Call Steve if something catches on fire or shoot me a text. Um, the Somebody gave me the advice years ago and I, I think I did this once. It's a bold move, but it's the European out of office. This is how they supposedly do it in Europe and they do everything right. They take the whole month of August off In some countries they do an afternoon siesta. Mm -hmm. They know, they know how to do things. Mm -hmm. The out of office would say, if you were going to do the European style is thank you for your email. I am on vacation with my family until whatever the date is, Mm -hmm. right? Um, August 20th, I think Mm -hmm. until August 20th, please, uh, email me again after that date. It's not. Ooh, that's good. So not like I'll get back to you, but you know, yeah, you email me 
And then that almost gives you permission to go in and just delete a week's worth of emails. Right. Because you're like, hey, I ain't responded. Right. That's, so. that's the reason you do it. We just got a vote of confidence from, from ALEXA. Yeah. I almost feel like Cozy Earth is on a mission, a mission to change the world. If everybody on the planet got a good night's sleep, how much happier would the earth be? Cozy Earth sheets almost guarantee you a good night's sleep because they are temperature regulator regulating. They are so soft and they are amazing. You're going to be climbing into a cloud. They've also got robes and pajamas and towels and everything you need to be super, super cozy. Right now, our code is active at 40% off. That's four zero. But you got to go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. That'll take you directly to the page that gets you 40% off everything that Cozy Earth has available. 40% off by going to callieandjeff.com slash sleep right now. Are your pots and pans an absolute mess? I think most people would say yes, but... You can eliminate all that clutter with Caraway. Their thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. P plus, their products are super gorgeous and come in an amazing array of modern colors. You know mine are neutral and I love them. I think they are beautiful and they're also easy to use and easy to cook with because they have this ceramic and naturally slick surface and so you, the food is just going to glide off your plate. It is easy to prepare. It is easy to clean. And I love that because it makes cooking easier. And I need that because I am not the world's best cook. Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFE, PFOA, or other hard to pronounce chemicals. And over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is a exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 or use the code upside 10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. We, I hadn't, we haven't mentioned this on the show because it feels weird to us to talk about podcasts that we're working on that we haven't been able to announce because our client hasn't announced them yet, but we are still launching more podcasts and we're actually launching our 15th and 16th podcasts in September and October. Crazy. Which is just completely nuts. So crazy. And the people that we're doing our next round of shows with, both of the shows are popular Instagram, TikTok personalities. So they're going to be really cool, but they're not announced yet. So we can't announce until they announce. But we've been working really hard. And one of the things that we do with all of our, you know, shows when they hire us is we have like a really long two-hour intense brainstorming session with them where we walk them through all of our secrets, our tips and tricks, how to structure their show, everything that we know. They get a lot of that in our first meeting. It's a lot of um, Q&A where we just fill in blanks and we say, all right, you have to think about this. Some of this, we'll say, who is your target audience? Let's get really specific on that. Who is the person, if you are only doing a podcast for one person, tell us exactly who that person is, how old they are, what they do for a living, when they're listening to your show, 
mm-hmm. you know, how they're listening. Do they have AirPods in? Are they doing other stuff while they're listening? Are they listening in the car? Do they binge your show? Or do they listen to it the day it comes out, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I, to, to, Callie and I take notes on two different platforms. So I have a Google document on a screen share. With the client. With the client that they're seeing. And then Callie uses something called Airtable to make our own notes. Behind the scenes. So yeah. Jeff and I can like dele- delegate, divide and conquer, et cetera. Yeah. So Jeff's typing, right? It's and- important. I, we said this, but just it's very important for you to understand that the Google document that I'm typing on is on a screen share. So everyone can read it. And it's a seven person meeting, right? Yep. We have seven people on this meeting. Jeff is typing. We're like halfway through the meeting. And one of them says, we were like writing down segment ideas. And one of them said horror stories. So Jeff's taking notes. And I look at the screen and notice that he has spelled horror, like as in horror movie, W-H-O-R-E. And I just like, <laughs> I was dying. I could I not. I swear that's what I think. And, and, <laughs> and these people, this show is not, I mean, we certainly do work with some people who are very buttoned up and they don't use profanity and they don't, you know, it's it's yeah. a professional, it's all business. This show was a little more loosey-goosey. This, this crowd was a little more fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like fun, eh, that's, I, don't, I don't like using that word because I don't want people who- All of our, all of our but you know what I mean? great clients. L- loose, like cussing. They cuss in the meeting, they, yeah, is- <laughs> Yeah. A little more casual, um, not as much buttoned up. So I was just- One of them done. had one of them had their dog- In their lap. On their lap during the meeting. Yeah. And it there's, was that vibe. It and was great. Sometimes the people will have meetings where there's not even a dog. In, that's not an option. So that that's what this was. And yeah. Um, so Jeff wrote that word down for everybody to see. And it was, I was laughing too. And I felt bad because one of our clients was talking about an idea she had. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. Can everyone just please- <laughs> Look at what Jeff wrote. And two funny things. One, it was a group of women, which makes it funnier in my opinion. And number two, you looked at it for like a good 30 or 45 seconds and did not get what I was talking about. No, because I thought that's what she said. (laughs) You thought she said horror story is not horror stories. Yes, because the way it was, the context that it was used in was, uh, it was something is this a hero story or a horror story? Yeah. And I didn't know because I'm taking notes. I thought maybe I missed something about, about a loose woman. I don't know. Being a court reporter is not no. in your no. skill set, but it made for a great meeting. We like to start your weekend on a great note with a beautiful human alert, which is Someone that is doing something beautiful and makes us all feel, I hope you feel when you hear these, like a little warmer, a little more positive about the world than maybe other things that you see on the news or read on social media or whatever. This one melts me as always. Uh, There was a guy named Shane Porter. He is a retired fire captain and he passed away last year. He had a 1969 Jeepster Commando, which I don't know what that is. Some sort of like Jeep. Yeah. Is that the the original army one? It might be. Okay. 69 would be too late for that, right? I don't know. Because they used a 
Yeah. Anyways. They used, um, when, they used him when? In, in World War II. Oh. Because my grandfather, I only know that because my grandfather, I think, drove a Jeep in World War II. But didn't they, weren't they military vehicles for years before yeah. they were commercial vehicles? Mm-hmm. They could have used them in the 60s. So he had um, this car and his whole plan was to restore it with his family. Like it was going to be something that they all did together. And then he unfortunately passed away. Well, he one of his good family friends, his friend's name is Bob, um, is an automotive technology teacher at a high school in the area. And he saw that the guy's family was struggling with the unfinished car. Like, I guess it was like halfway done or whatever. So his students finished the car that he wasn't able to finish before oh, he passed. that's awesome. I thought that was so cool. So it was a group of high school students and um, he just thought it would be a cool project for them. And they were able to help out the family and it just warms my heart so much. So the students at Corona High School and your teacher, Bob Mauger. You are beautiful humans this week. By the way, a Jeepster Commando, not the military vehicle, but a descendant of it. That's what it looks like. Doesn't that look like? Ooh, that looks cool. It kind of looks, it's kind of giving me like Bronco vibes, Uh but like closer to the ground. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you. You've actually talked about the coffee or the caffeine before and not before. Um, for a while, I wasn't sleeping very well. And in the middle of the night, um, I had had a cup of coffee at like 2 or 3 in the morning. And I never slept better. I think I slept for like 4 more hours. And I had done that a few times. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I get up, I put my little cup of coffee with the gear egg. I go right back to sleep and I sleep like an angel baby. I actually feel like coffee makes me more tired, not more awake. Unless it's an espresso with a bunch of espresso-ness in it, I'm sleepy after coffee. So I don't really drink it. All right. Bye, guys. Hey, Kylie and Jeff. So I'm not a mechanic, but I do a lot of my own maintenance on mine and my wife's car. And with the brakes, right? Yeah, they were already there. But I wouldn't have done paid the $400 because I can do it myself, but if it's something that you can't do yourself, then honestly, it's the price of convenience. You might have gotten a better deal somewhere else, but they were already there. You're neither right nor wrong in my eyes, Jeff. Um, But yeah, uh, y'all are great. Bye. Um, I am the spouse of a general manager of seven automotive stores. And while I'm certain there are a few bad apples out there, the majority of businesses want repeat customers. So they're not going to go around trying to find things that uh, don't exist. So they may try to upsell you by looking at parts of your car that you weren't originally in there for. But if they're a good, reputable service center, they're not going to try to scam you because they want you to come back and they want you to refer your friends. So. Hope that helps. Thanks. Bye. Guys, years ago, I bought an older laser printer. They're big, but they're it's wonderful. I buy cartridges on Amazon for $25, and you do over 5,000 black and white pieces of paper. So you might want to go into that. You can buy them cheap online, or I think it would be the best thing for your office. Bye.